Another election is going to be happening when the new Illinois state legislature is seated, and that is who's going to be the leader of the Illinois House. It's an election that happens every two years. And here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, we're talking with a candidate who uh, could quite possibly be that next leader. Uh, I'm Greg Bishop, Chris Murphy in the newsroom. And Chris, we're joined by Democrats out of Oswego, who was uh, unopposed in her election uh, for her seat in the legislature. Uh, but now she's uh, looking to possibly take on Mike Madigan, who also won election uh, for his seat up in Chicago, but he's got another election he's facing, and that is for the speakership of the Illinois House. Representative Kiffwood, thank you so much for taking time with us today, and congratulations on your uh, victory for your House seat. I bet that was a pretty easy race. Well, thank you, Greg. Um, you know, you got to work hard in your district, and as a former United States Marine, you know, we are here for the people all the time. So you uh, announced several months ago, it's been at least uh, many weeks since you've announced you're going to take on uh, Mike Madigan for speaker. And just in the past 48 hours, we've seen a slew of other leading Democrats say uh, that the speaker needs to no longer be the Democratic Party chair. Uh, Where do you stand on his leadership of the state party, given that uh, the House Democrats lost some seats? uh, They didn't secure uh, congressional seats as they wanted to. uh, The uh, proposed income tax change amendment failed. Uh, what do you think that says about leadership within the Democratic Party of Illinois? Well, Greg, I think that leadership, not only in the uh, Democratic Party of Illinois, but in any organization, has to be trustworthy and has to have faith and confidence. And it's just shown again and again that the public trust has eroded and due to uh, numerous scandals and uh, accusations, that um, the election results and now uh, individuals joining me and my colleagues who have come out to say that Mike Madigan needs to go. Now, Madigan did respond yesterday. I've got a statement here saying, I'm proud of my record electing Democrats who support workers and families and represent the diversity of our state. Together, we've successfully advanced progressive policies that made Illinois a strong Democratic state with super majorities in the legislature. Illinois is the anchor in the blue wall that's been uh, reconstructed in the Midwest, he said. And I look forward to contributing to the fights for working families as the chairman of the Democratic Party of Illinois. Uh, Representative Kifowit, it doesn't sound like Madigan's going anywhere. Well, um, that's fine if he wants to stay. As you said, the the votes for Illinois Speaker is in the Illinois House. And um, I've been calling colleagues and talking about the need for change. And uh, I I believe that the people of Illinois need to have uh, faith and trust in the leadership in Springfield. And that that's paramount that we change that and I think that we should vote out Michael Madigan as Speaker of the House. But as Democratic Party chair, uh, would you put uh, pressure on uh, your uh, committee chairpersons locally to uh, get a change in leadership within the party? Well, I'm not a a state central committee man, so that they are the ones that elect the party chairs on the Democratic Party. I think the speaker needs to be the speaker of the House for the whole state, not just the Democratic Party. No, I understand. But as but as a Democrat, um, you know, there seems to be at least this initial push by Democratic leaders uh, like Governor Pritzker, uh, Senator Durbin and even uh, Senator Duckworth seeming to say that uh, it might be time for uh, Democrats to choose a new leader within the party. Uh, Should they go ahead and, and, and make that decision? Oh, definitely. I, I'm. I, I'll be calling my state central committeemen and those that are 
uh, in the party for him to step down as well. Um, the Democratic Party cannot be defined as the party of Mike Madigan. The Democratic Party is a party of the people, and we need to put the people first and to really focus on all the people that are struggling these days. And that doesn't seem to be happening. And, um, you know, we really, truly need a change in leadership in both avenues, the, the party avenue, but also the speakership so that we can start representing the whole state and bringing people together and um, really working together to the big issues that Illinois has to face, the issues with the budget and ethics and um you know, just it's it's I would be here for hours to talk about the issues we need to address in Springfield, but we need to have strong leadership that people can trust to deal with these issues that Illinois is facing. Well, maybe we'll take some time in uh, future shows to to unpack some of that. We're talking with Stephanie Kifowit, a state representative out of Oswego. She's going to challenge House Speaker Michael Madigan for the speakership when the new legislature is convened uh, in January. This is the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Chris Murphy in the newsroom. And Representative, even with a cloud of uncertainty around him, Mike Madigan's still a pretty powerful guy. You're taking him on right now in this. Are you worried about retribution or being ostracized by Democrats? If you lose, uh, no, honestly, I've been talking to uh, many of my fellow colleagues, and I don't, I don't believe my fellow colleagues will uh, will take that path. We're all working towards the same goal for the people of Illinois, and and um, you know, whatever happens, happens. But I think I have to do this, and we have to stand up for the people of Illinois. And you can't be afraid of of you know, those consequences when you're doing the right thing and you're standing up for the people. And so I'm not afraid. Representative, um, of course, we're uh, talking about your bid for speaker, um, but I do want to get your reaction to what the vote outcome uh, across the state with the uh, progressive income tax failing. What does that tell you? Uh, What are are, uh, voters, um, what are they saying with rejecting that amendment? They're saying they don't trust Springfield. They're, they're, they're saying that uh, we have a lot of work to do to restore the public trust, and we need to uh, engage upon them that we are working hard to have a budget that they can, they can understand it, that they can um, appreciate. And right now, I think that, you know, they're not going to trust us with any increase until we can show them that we are beyond corruption we are beyond allegations, and we are working for them. And uh, it's going to take a while, and the cuts are going to have to be made, but we also need to have uh, a true discussion on um, being there for the people of Illinois in the way that they need us to be there. Representative Stephanie Kiffewood joins us here. You're uh, also the chair of the state's government administration committee. Uh, we've talked with you before in the past about when we're going to have public hearings about the uh, Illinois Department of Employment Security backlogs. There's more stories of fraud. Uh, it's important that people get out there and address that fraud moving forward. But when are we going to have some public hearings, not just on IDES, but all of the COVID-19 issues that have been uh, you know, uh, percolating over the past uh, seven, eight months here? Oh, definitely. We need to start uh, diving into that. Unfortunately, uh, the Illinois House did not pass uh, the resolution to hold virtual meetings. The Senate did. So I've been um, going to be calling the senators to see if there's an interest in a joint hearing with regards to a lot of these subject matters. But uh, on the House side, it has to be in person. COVID is uh, the pandemic is uh, rising, as we all know, and, and has prevented us from, from doing that. But definitely we are uh, calling the governor and, and in working groups and, and trying to get 
some semblance of collaboration with regards to COVID because we need to start working together on on all these issues that are facing Illinois. Are we not though? I mean, it's been months. We've been we've been going through this. Taxpayers and citizens and small businesses have been wrecked. It's been months. Shouldn't we uh, have been having these public hearings months ago? Well, unfortunately, as I've said in the past, uh, the House cannot have public hearings unless they're in person. And because of the ever-rising numbers of COVID, it's been uh, very precarious. We got members with uh, compromised immune systems and health issues that we have to take that into mind. But um, discussions are being made and, and calls have been being made to the governor. And I think that um, in the future, we, we are, and, and as Speaker, I will address that we need to start having a comprehensive plan that we work together collaboratively uh, with regards to the the pandemic. And then finally here with uh, the unemployment issues, uh, it's, it's stacking up. We've got uh, even more unemployment filers in the week before that, and it's just continuous increases. I'm also getting reports of fraud. Uh, State Senator Dan McConkie got a, a fraudulent benefits card. I believe you have a, a similar situation uh, that you're familiar with. Oh, correct. Uh, we got a, a letter from the Illinois Department of Employment Security for my husband uh, just in the mail a couple of days ago, and it, it's clearly fraud. And um, so please, if people, if you get a letter, if you get a card, uh, you didn't request it, it's, it is a product of fraud, and we need to, you need to call the number on the letter right away and report it. And we're working with uh, law enforcement agencies and, and trying our best to uh, break down on these fraud, but um, you know, individuals will take advantage of situations regardless of the consequences, and we need to break down on these these issues of fraud. And please, people, be diligent. Open your mail. Read your mail. I know sometimes people don't, but read your mail. And, and if you get something from the Illinois Department of Employment Security that you did not request, please call it, report it as fraud. If they call it reported as fraud, I've been told by people that they've waited a month for it to get sorted out. Uh, what are some other avenues they can go? Because there doesn't seem to be much uh, relief coming by way of the IDES. Well, um, residents can also call their state representative's office. And our, I, mean, I know my office locally is working on those as well. So um, it does take a while for it to sort out, but uh, definitely in, engage your state representative, regardless if it's a Republican or a Democrat as well, and uh, they'll keep on top of it for you. And um, we're working through them as far as possible. As I said, we've had millions upon millions of dollars of overtime. We have... Uh, people working uh, their fingers to the bone in the Illinois Department of Employment Security and um, doing the best they can with the hundreds of thousands of claims, um, over half a million in claims uh, virtually almost every week. That's uh, pretty incredible. State Representative Stephanie Mm -hmm. Kifwit out of Oswego, greatly appreciate you taking the time this morning. We'll talk again, surely, uh, as we get closer to when you guys uh, take uh, the new uh, Illinois General Assembly on and uh, possibly have that vote where your name's going to be brought up uh, for Speaker of the House. Uh, So, again, greatly appreciate your time. Let's talk again soon, all right? Well, thank you, Greg. Have a great weekend. You too.